Welcome to Manifestation Mindset and More Woo with Shia Samantha. I'm Samantha, your host and Manifestation Spiritual Life Coach. Ever wanted to experience a life with more ease and flow? To experience synchronicities and effortless abundance whilst taking inspired action towards your goals? Well, here we merge the strategy with the energetics to help nourish your mindset, unleash your inner potential and support you to consciously co-create your life. We talk all things manifestation, universal principles and spirituality alongside the relevant tools, strategy, mindset shifts and more, all to help you embody that dream version of you. If this sounds like your kind of thing, then you are in the right place. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to another episode and today you might be able to hear some noise in the background. It's like one of those summer's days where people are just in the garden, you know, cutting like grass or like strimming. I can't quite tell but it's like, you know, that kind of like (laughs) in the background. So if you can hear that, I do apologise. I hope the microphone doesn't pick that up throughout the podcast. And what we're going to do to start off, I did this in the last episode because I thought it was quite nice, quite fun to do a bit of a card reading for us. Um, And people seem to like them. So I thought, why not? Let's give it another go. Let's do it again. So I've been called to do a different deck today. And today's deck that I'm pulling from is Work Your Light uh, by Rebecca Campbell. So I was called to this deck today. And yeah, I hope it gives us some insights and some guidance to what we need to hear today or what we need to do. So the numbers that came to my mind were eight, nine, and 10. So whatever comes to your mind first, whichever number is yours, it pops in, let that be your number. Choose it, allow it in, allow what came up first to be the number that you choose. That just repeated myself. <laughs> oh dear, never mind. Anyway, eight, nine, 10, pick your number. Pick, pick which one jumps out and I'm going to pull them now. So I'm going to just shuffle the deck and ask, what is our guidance? What do we need to hear today? Those of you who felt called to eight, what is the message for you? Those who felt called to nine and those who felt called to 10. Okay, so I'm going to pull number eight first and number nine. I've got fake nails on. I had them done because I had my friend's wedding at the weekend and I was on holiday. And it's making it really hard for my fingers to grip the cards to feel into which one needs to be pulled because as soon as I go to pull it, my, my nails get in the way and they move it. I don't know if that's, that could be divinely guided to make sure that we get the right one, but that is why it's taken me a bit longer than normal as well. Okay, there we go, I've got it. That was definitely, that was what we needed for number nine. And then number 10 as well. Okay, wonderful. Right, so if you chose number eight, this is for you. The priestess, how are you being called to step up and lead? The priestess is a teacher dedicated to service, freedom and leadership. You don't need to have it all together to lead. In fact, it helps if you don't. No one wants a perfect angel who hasn't made any mistakes. Let your life be your message. Don't underestimate the power of sharing your story. It's by hearing someone else's journey that we feel less alone. We realise that we're actually all in this thing called life together. 
The difference between a follower and a leader is that a leader has the courage to go first. In stepping out, they shine a light on the path for others to venture forward to. Don't fret too much about trying to work out who is your tribe. Don't get stuck in age, income, hobbies or occupation. The best way to discover your tribe is to look in the mirror. If you feel called to lead, chances are it's because at some point in your life you long for someone to lead you. Your tribe are longing for exactly the same thing. As you were and are and might only be one step behind you. Hell, they may even be right alongside you. You don't need anyone's permission, just the courage to stand up. Embrace your struggles, the peaks, the troughs. You don't need to know the way. Just believe there might be a different one. Your tribe is waiting for you. Step forward so they can find you. And your work, your light inquiry is, how are you being called to step up and lead? How can you be the leader you wish you had? What a beautiful, beautiful message there. I think that that card kind of resonated with me as well. I mean, if you know my journey, I've had so many different periods where I've gone through self-doubt, been too scared to show up, too scared to lead. But as always, I've come back to my calling, come back to my journey and carried on doing what lights me up, even if it feels hard, even if it feels scary. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women do that as well, being able to stand in their light, stand up, show up and fully be able to allow themselves to be seen. So, and the other message that really come out, jumped out to me was, um, let your life be your message. I mean, wow. That, that really, really resonated with me. And I feel like a bit of a synchronicity because I'm pretty sure I saw those exact words maybe the day before yesterday or yesterday, either on Instagram or I can't quite remember, but you know, it's like a message that I was like, I've seen this, that's that's come up in my, um, in my life more than once in the last kind of 48 hours. So hearing that has been really like, ooh, for me as well. So how did you feel getting that card? Like what jumped out to you? What was it that really struck you? I think the other bit that was really, really powerful was the fact that, you know, it's it's okay to just be leading perfectly. Like we wait till we've got all the experience, we've got all the, you know, clients, the proof that whatever it is that you're waiting for, we wait for that before we can just truly step up and start leading. When in actual fact, that, that all of the above comes when you just decide to start moving and start leading, leading yourself and being exactly who you needed on your own journey. And, uh, and I love the bit about how your tribe is there waiting for you. They're waiting for you to, to become that, to step into that role. They're not waiting for you to be perfect and fully healed and all of that. Like they're just waiting for you to be you. Um, powerful, powerful card. Okay. So number nine, if you chose number nine, this is for you. And this one is the inner temple. So... This is devotion and tune into the portal of your heart. You're being called to be a devoted student and tune into your heart to incorporate true devotion into your life. You could be being called to develop a regular meditation, journaling or chanting practice or to show up to your soul with rhythm to develop a daily practice where you fill up your well and spend time with your soul. All of the answers to all of the questions that you seek are waiting for you in the portal of your heart but you cannot hear them unless you carve out time each day to listen. Your soul is yearning for a deeper relationship with you. And so the more time you spend with it and show up for it, the more clearly it will guide you. We're here to grow as souls. Earth is one big playground for the soul to learn and you are being called to go deeper in your soul growth or to increase your devotion by being a student of a lineage or a spiritual teacher. If you have already been a committed student, then you're being, you're being commended for your devotion. 
Your guides want to know how proud of you they are and that the time you spend in devotion is priceless. If you're questioning your career or life path, your guides want you to turn your focus towards devotion and this prayer. Please use me in the way that delights my mind, body and soul. May my life be one big moving prayer. And your work, your light action is commit to a daily devotional practice. And really, really the thing that jumps out for me as well as this, and this is a lot of what I talk about, is understand the difference between the voice of your ego, the voice of your intuition, and being able to lean into those two different voices and know, know them and understand them on a deeper level and I think the one thing that's always got me is when I'm trying to like devote time to my soul I'm trying to do my morning routines I'm trying to do all that stuff that fills me up there's always that little niggle in me that that voice of the ego that's like I don't want to do this this is boring oh I hate routine I hate repetition all of that and and actually the reason those thoughts come up is because my ego doesn't want me doing that my ego doesn't want me creating a beautiful soulful aligned with my true energy and light routine because that means that it loses its power it loses its control over you and I've noticed that was that constant kind of to and and froing of between these two voices but actually when you when you start listening to it and you feel that sense of resistance and you feel that sense of earth from it that the way that you can move past that is to recognize it and to not come at it with with um, frustration and anger and, and annoyance and, and resistance. Because if you try and resist that voice, if you try and resist that side of you, you're just gonna give it more power. The way to do it is actually to come at it with love and realize that it's just a normal part of us. It's a normal part of who you are, but it doesn't get to define you. It doesn't get to decide who you actually continue to be. You can recognize it and still move on from it. So yeah, I really think powerful, powerful message. Just really fill up your soul first, fill up your cup. And this is why I always advocate for morning routines because having that time in the morning to fill up your cup is essential. So you can really align with your true nature rather than just waking up on the wrong side of bed and aligning with that kind of ego self who's constantly kind of looking on what the, the negative side, looking at what's wrong with life, going into lack, all of those sort of things. It's really easy for us to slip back into that because it's just habit. Whereas when you create that space, create that time to devote to your routine and devote who you want to be, you are creating new neural pathways in the brain to actually change who you are being as well as aligning with your true self at the same time. So yeah, powerful message there as well. They're all powerful. I know I say that all the time, but I think every card in this deck is, is so, so powerful. So number 10, this is Unbound releasing soul patterns, contracts, and past lives. Okay, let's read what message that has for us. Unbound. It's time to release old soul stories that have been playing out in your life. They're coming up to be healed. There's never been a safer time to clear those patterns than right now. Take a look at patterns in your life that you are ready to release. Ancient vows and contracts that your soul made have an expiry date. It could be a vow of silence or chastity or poverty. It's time to unwind from them. This is the life in which you free yourself from trauma of lives past. What old ways of being have an expiry date? When you name them, you claim them and they stop holding power over you. When acknowledging these old patterns, it's also important to acknowledge how they have served you up until now. For example, a soul pattern of playing small caused by a soul fear of being seen or sharing your voice would have served you by keeping you safe. But in order to grow, you now need to soften by receiving and calling in support. It's time to unbind from the old ways of being that are no longer sustainable. And your work, your light activation is, imagine 
being unbound and then say these words with me. I release old soul stories, vows, contracts and patterns that are no longer aligned with who I came here to be in the present time. I carry the lessons, growth and gifts, but I no longer choose to live the same story. May I be unbound, unbound, forever unbound. What a selection of cards today. I mean, they were insane. There was so much there, so much value. And even I felt like I could relate to every one of those right now. If the cards you got made you feel a certain way, made you think a certain way, anything that come up for you during listening to those card readings, then do reach out, do speak to me on Instagram, actually is Samantha underscore sis, because that's where I hang out the most, and come have a chat, come let me know what your thoughts were and what's going on for you right now, and we can explore that a little bit further of what that means for you. Okay, so now let's go on to the meat of today's episode, and this was a podcast that I've sort of kind of alluded to that I was going to share for so many months and I've it's kind of just not felt like the right time to share it and I'll actually give you guys a bit of an insight I I actually recorded this podcast originally not the one you're about to hear but I originally called it recorded this podcast back in like somewhere earlier this year January February March time like quite soon after all of the incidences and everything that happened and for some reason I never got around to editing it and I never got around to ever like giving it to you guys and I think there was probably a a sense of the divine kind of intervening with that because it wasn't the right time for this message or it wasn't the right time or the right way for it to be shared and I think it's been in the back of my mind the last kind of couple of months to actually share this with you now because a major part of what I love to do and and how I love to support you guys is also being transparent about my own journey and what I've been through. And, you know, I've never, I never try and make out that manifestation is this, you know, easy, simple thing that always makes sense and always works out you know we're all on our own journeys and I think a part of learning about manifestation and mindset and being in involved in this work is also I think it's so important to be transparent as a coach and a leader so that you guys realize that you know it isn't all rainbows and butterflies it doesn't always make sense and sometimes you know we're, we're even as like coaches and and people in the space that you might look up to or you might you know resonate with or or love their work they're on their own journey and they're going to be going through it as well they're going to be going and doing their own healing you know no one is perfectly healed no one is perfectly you know, finished with this stuff, finished with this work and no one's manifestations like run smoothly as well. You know, you might see a lot of people highlighting how easy it can be and how much in flow. And of course it can be, but there are so many times where it's also going to feel confusing. There are so many times where it's also going to not make sense and you're not going to know why and you're not going to know if you're doing something wrong. And I want to share this message with you guys today and share this podcast because I think it's it's really going to hit home for so many of you that you're not doing it wrong. You're perfect as you are. Your your journey is is perfect as it is. And to keep believing, to keep trusting, and to keep following what absolutely lights you up. So, if if you haven't seen the podcast title, then this is I manifested my dream house, but then <laughs> dot 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 suspense, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I really wanted to talk about this and it's so, so overdue. I mean, we're talking 
since the day I've manifested the house, I mean, oh my God, it, we're talking like 11 months, like since the day I manifested that house and the journey since then. And when you actually, when I say that out loud, I think, oh my gosh, like how has it been this long since the day I manifested the house to now? But it's also honouring and respecting my my own journey and understanding that, you know, it, it was perfect as it was and it and it is perfect. And even though at times it made no sense, like things do always, always fall into place. So I didn't think I'd actually share this. <laughs> and I am so glad that I'm being, I, I'm at this place now where I can share this and hopefully be okay with talking about it and hopefully be okay with with um yeah sharing this message with you guys and sharing a part of my journey that's really quite vulnerable for me I guess is the only word to say but yeah I know that this is all happening in divine timing and I know that this episode is coming at the exact time it needs to come and I think another message that's just on my heart as well before we get started is actually recognizing that it's it's never smooth sailing and that we aren't supposed to experience just everything in this perfect kind of timeline where everything makes sense. We're supposed to experience all aspects of the human experience. We're supposed to have it all. We're supposed to be going through all the spectrums of emotions, the polarity, the duality of life, you know, the, these are important and a part of our journey and we it's not honest and transparent if we don't honor that and and notice that and talk about that because otherwise it's always going to seem like everyone else is doing it perfectly everyone else is doing this thing called life easily and actually all of us uh, are just doing life the best we can all of us are just doing life in the only way that we know how and we're navigating it in the way we know how so it's recognizing that no one has their shit together no one has it all together no one has their mindset or like together all the time no one has their manifestation mastered every single day you know that you might be a master manifester but it might be that some days you know you can't seem to manifest a, a free coffee right so it's acknowledging that recognizing that and knowing that it's all part of the experience and it's all part of the journey so I'm going to take you back several several months ago to September 2021 I mean oh my god it just absolutely blows my mind that it was that long ago now because it's just that this year has just been absolutely insane and it's been full of so many highs as well but it's been full of some really deep lows as well and yeah that is why we're here that is why we're doing this episode with you guys to get today so okay back in September 2021 I manifested my dream house <laughs> and this was amongst a crazy crazy time I was creating my 10-week manifestation academy and I was battling depression and I've always been really really nervous about sharing about mental health and about talking about the fact that I was going through a really difficult patch I was going through a really low patch and I was um I can I can say now with confidence and not worry about the backlash and what might happen, what might be said and say, I, I was experiencing depression for about four months, right? And the reason I don't talk a lot about mental health on my, on my podcast, like on Instagram, is because I very much moved away from, I moved away from the kind of uh, CBT type principles that I was using, although I still use those and love that and incorporate that in my work, I was moving away into more spiritual practices. 
and that doesn't always align with everyone that doesn't always um that doesn't always help people and this is why i've been nervous to talk about it because i don't want to pretend that you can cure your mental health with spiritual practices but i just want to be really really clear that my spiritual practices helped me improve my mental health and helped me move myself out of a really really dark period of about four months um, and that's just what I want to kind of caveat is when I when I do mention it, I want to be very clear that, you know, everyone is on their own journey and everyone is going to respond to different treatments. I, I've tried kind of CBT stuff and that's worked for me at some points in my life. But at this point in my life, it was my spiritual practices that helped me move through it. And that might work for you and it might not. You know, you might need uh, actual therapeutic treatment. You might need counseling. You might need medication. And I just wanna be really, really clear that everyone is different and everyone is on their own journeys and to not advocate for spiritual practices being the only way to move through that. But anyway, I digress. And I was going through a really dark period. I was creating my academy. I had found myself in in a pit of depression out of nowhere and again like I very much try and not use labels when I talk about things like mental health like I, I often it, for me I find again this is just my point of view I find that when we label ourselves as depressed or anxious we create a identity with it we we infuse that as a part of us okay and we make it mean something about us we make it mean who we are we, we become an anxious person and so yes i can recognize that i was going through a period of depression but i also recognize that that doesn't make me who i am that doesn't make me who uh it doesn't make me up any part of my identity it was just a period of life that i was going through and it doesn't mean anything about me and it doesn't make me a less of a leader less of a coach less of a um person you know less of a manifesto whatever it is it doesn't make me any less of anything but i also just want to i just want to say that that's why I also don't talk about it often because I don't want to put a label on it. I didn't want to put a label on that period of time. Um, but I think for the purpose of this podcast and for talking about what was actually going on for me, it's really important to just mention it. So that's why I'm mentioning it. <laughs> so, um, and I think it also really gives you an idea of the type of headspace I was in at the time, which I think is relevant to the journey and relevant to the process and what was, what kind of came of it after that. So anyway, back to the dream house part, which I really, really want to focus on here. So this manifest this manifestation was something I was so so proud of, and I'd been calling in a new home uh, for several months. Like I set the intention back in March, like twenty twenty one. I was like, right, I'm ready, ready for a new start. I'm ready for a new place. I'm ready for a new adventure in a new home. Um, and I very much started to think about calling in a new home and thinking about where it would be, um, what it would be like. I wasn't short, sorry. I'm holding a um, rose quartz here just to help me with move through this and connect myself to love as I'm telling this as well. So sorry, I just dropped that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wasn't sure where and I wasn't sure how. And James at the time worked for a company that meant that he had to be close to London. He didn't have the luxury of being anywhere in the country. He needed to be close to London. So that made things quite difficult because it meant that we were gonna be staying within a certain radius with, with him having that job. 
And, you know, I was in my first year of business, so I didn't really see how things would play out. I didn't really see how we were gonna get somewhere. I wasn't sure if that would be buying, would it be renting, like, would, yeah, what on earth? I, I didn't know the how, right? And at points I tried to control the how, like I started entering into competitions, hoping that I could manifest a house, hoping I could win the house, right? And there's, I mean, I will caveat, there's kind of two different things, two different ways of looking at that. You can say that as controlling, trying to control the outcomes, or you can see that as like divinely being guided to enter those competitions, right? And there was definitely a mixture of both for me. Like sometimes, I remember at points where I was just so divinely guided to just put in, you know, some money and try and manifest it. And then there were other times where I was doing it out of lack and fear and I was trying to control the how. Like for example, you know, putting in loads of money in the lottery on the weekends, trying to manifest a massive amount of money, right? And I was completely in the wrong energy with doing it. So of course I was never gonna win the lottery because I wasn't in that place too. And as well, you could argue it wasn't a part of my divine journey. So. Anyway, I didn't know the how, and I just needed to lean in, trust the process, as I always say, and take the inspired actions, which is exactly what I did and what happened. And the series of events that kind of ha happened after this and made this move possible were so perfect that they can only be like divine. Like it was a part of the journey, whether or not it made sense or 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 was un I or understood it that I didn't need to know that at that point, but everything else that was falling into place was so divine. So I always believe like I'm so supported and guided. And even where I, when I can't see where I'm going or how things will play out, I know that everything is happening for me. And that is a belief that I can hold really, really strongly that everything is happening for me. Everything is gonna work out in the end. And this has served me and supported me so many times on my journey. And one that makes it really easy to release the resistance about what is happening in your life. Because when you know that everything's happening for you and you're always being guided, it's so much easier to let go of what's going on in your life. Let go of the 3D reality you see before you. Because if you're constantly focusing on the 3D reality you find yourself in and it's not what you want, you're gonna be perpetuating and keeping yourself there, right? When you think everything's happening for you and you really know that at your core, it's a lot easier for you to, like let the 3D world wash over you until it aligns with what you actually wanna see. So I released the need to know sort of when I was moving or even where I was moving to. And at the start of the, well, not the start of this year, like after I decided we were manifesting at house in March, we went away um, in May. And this was to a little, little area of Dorset, right? It was, um, it was a place called Wareham. And it was very much like, if you are familiar with England, you've got the kind of whole South Coast here. You've got like Bournemouth. <laughs> you've got Bournemouth and Pool, and you can see like it goes like this, where you have like the strip of sand and that's called Sandbanks. And then you go over a little bit more and you start going to deeper into Dorset and you've got a little place called Wareham, which is over here. And you can go to other places like Lulworth Cove and like Croft Castle, all those lovely places in Dorset, right? And we went there and it was really, really lovely. It was a really, really nice holiday. And that sort of made me realize like, actually like, you know, I really do want to live down here. I really would like to live in, in Bournemouth. Um, it, sorry, I'd really like to live in Dorset. And a couple of months before that, like the, the year before, the summer the year before we had visited Bournemouth as well. So we've been on several like mini breaks and we've gone down to that area. We've surfed down there. 
we really, really liked the vibe and it had been something that was kind of in the back of my mind, right? But for me, I had thought it would be like a pipe dream, like something that would happen in a few years. Maybe we would end up there eventually at the end of our life, whatever that means, like whether that's like retirement or when we were gonna settle down and have a family, I didn't know. But it felt like it was like, oh no, that that's something that can happen in the future. That's not something that can happen now. I very much like expected it to be like an end goal, you know, like literally like the sea view house overlooking the ocean, like floor to ceiling windows, like beautiful kind of panoramic views of the ocean sea, like, you know, being a millionaire, like I saw it as like the end goal of, of what I would want to achieve, right? at the end, you know, like the last possible vision that I could see, it felt like that was gonna be it, right? The vision beyond the vision beyond the vision, right? Um, But I wasn't really listening to my soul at the time. I just was really convinced and telling myself like, well, no, that's not really, that doesn't really make sense right now. Like, surely not. Like my logical brain was telling me that, is this something that we can actually have? Like, you know, surely that surely not. But there was a part of me inside that was like, hmm, but this feel, there's something about this. There's something, this feels like this is, this feels like different. This feels like something that I should be doing maybe. <laughs> and what's really interesting, this is gonna be like, uh, it really depends on whether you're spiritual, how you wanna take this. Um, and I will caveat with the, the, with, I truly believe that like everything is happening in the now. And so like in our timeline, we think that there's like all these different periods where we were like children and we've grown up and we're adults and we die and blah, blah, blah. But actually everything is now, like time is, isn't is the same sort of construct that we believe it is, right? And so depending on how spiritual you are, you might find this interesting to hear, but every time I visited Bournemouth and it was like three times that year before we decided to move, every single time I left, I cried right without fail like it just gives me chills to think about that because there's so many different ways you could see that like could could that could that have been because my soul was saying no we need to be here or could it be because of what happens next right and everything's happening in the now so the version of me who was there knew what was coming and I mean that gives me chills like I I don't know, maybe that's too woo for you and that's perfectly fine. You don't have to hold that belief. But I constantly think about that and think, did my soul know what was gonna be happening next, all right? Okay, so anyway, at that time I recognized it and I saw that I was upset and I took it at the time as my soul thinking, actually, we need to be here. Like, you know, there, there was an inner child in me that was, felt so upset about being torn away from the ocean, right? And I thought, you know, no, surely this is not gonna be like something I could have. I thought I knew better and I thought, no, my plan makes more sense. Like it makes more sense for it to be the end goal, right? But actually then I realized I was thinking, maybe it's not, maybe this whole getting upset thing is because I'm supposed to be here, right? This is a part of my journey. And we often get caught up thinking like our plan is the right one, like what we think it should be the right thing or what we think is right for us is the right thing for us, right? And that is not always the case. Like you cannot see further ahead than like a few feet, a few feet ahead, right? But the universe literally can see everything, how it's gonna pan out, the road that you go down and how it leads you to this, leads you to this, leads you to this, that you could just not fathom. You can't see that, you can't be a part of that, but you will always see it in retrospect. You will always see how it all panned out. So it's knowing that and believing that you're always being guided because you always have been guided. You always have been led to the right places in the end. 
And another belief that I love to always share that is is aligned with this is this it's always this or something better. Like you're always being the lead. So it's just it's aligning and allowing that unfolding of all those future events that make your manifestations come to light and trusting it, knowing that you don't need to know how it's all gonna pan out. But if you trust, have faith and hold the certainty alongside inspired action, of course, then things are gonna work out for you. And I can honestly say like, it was insane how the next few months like panned out. I mean, talk about like quantum leaping and collapsing time, like from May to thinking this would be actually a really cool place to live. We got the house by August, I mean, insane like august to september time so we were looking in august sorry the house was confirmed in september so in terms of like collapsing time like that was that that was a few months like i could not have imagined back in may when i started to think about this as a possibility that that would actually happen that quickly in that amount of time and I would often think about the version of me during that time who was living by the ocean. I would look at um, like surf clubs. I would look at houses down there. I would look at and imagine all the lifestyles, that the, the type of lifestyle that we would live down there. And the universe made it happen. And we suddenly were moving to Bournemouth and it was like, whoa, like what an absolutely crazy time. And yet at the same time, it was just all like, it was all falling into place without even really trying. You know, when we decided we wanted to go for this certain place, we put our offer in and I just, I just knew it was ours. Like I wasn't even phased by it. I remember I was going live on one of my, um, uh, on one of my HMA calls, Holistic Manifestor Academy. And I remember going live and I was getting the phone call as I was on the live. I just, it was so crazy. Like at 5.20 that day, like I'd done a live, I got off and I was like, I know this is the call. And we were kind of eagerly awaiting. We were told, yeah, let's go for it. You can have the house and we were like amazing. And then there was like a period of a few days where we kind of a bit ghosted and we didn't know what was happening. And again, I was like, no, this, this is all just a part of the process. This is gonna happen. This is a part of the journey. And it was. And a part of my kind of unwavering belief, I think that it was ours was that there was just a sense of knowing that it, it was a part of the journey. And I sometimes at that point didn't know why. And there was a little bit of me that felt a little bit ungrounded. And as I said, the period from like September, um, I started to feel like kind of depression, September, October, November, December, like that period of time. But in that time in September, when we were kind of going for the house, there was a sense of me that was like, does this make sense? Is this the right thing? Blah, blah, blah. But everything was so divine. It was like, no, I need to trust. I need to trust that this is a part of the journey. I need to trust that this is happening for a reason and this is the right time to do this. And a couple of things that kind of proved, proved that it was divine and that kind of was showing me that this was a part of the journey. This was a part of my my story was like suddenly in, in May, I remember sort of saying that, oh yeah, I think I want to move to Dorset, blah, blah. And family being a bit like, oh wow, that's like a big decision to suddenly family like just came around to the idea like I, I assumed like they would just hate it and have so much resistance but suddenly like everyone was supporting it and it was like insane like it was almost like what but this doesn't make any sense for you to support this but they did and then if you remember earlier on in the podcast James got offered a new job right so he was in a job that meant he had to stay in London and he was getting a bit unhappy anyway and he wasn't looking for a new job not to kind of I mean he 
he started to, but he wasn't looking for a new job so he could move. That is a really, really important part of this. He was just starting to think, actually, I'm starting to feel a little bit unfulfilled. What's that? What else is out there? And he spoke to an ex-like colleague and stuff like that. And then suddenly this job just kind of was like approached him, right? It was a remote job that meant that he could finally work from anywhere. And he basically didn't even have an interview. He had like an informal chat, right? And was basically offered a new job that was more money and meant he could be remote and work from anywhere and we were just like what like that just doesn't happen like that is too perfect it's it's too perfect and too divine for it to like it just makes no sense right and that's the that's the important part like the divine you know the universe doesn't always make sense it really really doesn't but you know the way that that panned out was just insane another amazing part of it and the other thing was this time of year that we were starting to look our rent for our current place was coming to the end literally the beginning of october so for us to be able to move it was suddenly the perfect time like that was just again another synchronicity that our rent was coming to an end and we had the opportunity to go right again perfect so and being in the running for a house as well down that way apart like despite the market being swarmed like I can't even honestly you can't even fathom how crazy it is down there like houses go up and they go the same day like it's insane right it's just you think like London's crazy like down there is just insane and if something's good it's gone within a few hours so to be considered and to be able to be in the running for this house was incredible like it again was just like divine it was so easy yeah there was so many so much other competition yet for some reason we were the ones getting it right incredible we ended up getting accepted solely on james's which was just incredible again really really divine and as well as that just like things like the house was like it was a huge upgrade in size it was absolutely massive really really good location plenty of room to roam for chiara beautiful beautiful garden like everything we could hope for and yeah we did it it was it, it was insane and we were at that time really really happy and I want to reiterate that, again, I wasn't sure when, I wasn't sure how, but the universe shifted everything around me to to match it, to make it happen in divine timing, to, to match my certainty. Like everything was being mirrored back to me that this was the right thing to do. And we collapsed time and it happened years earlier than we ever could have imagined. But then the story continues. Moving day. And I can't really tell you all the reasons why, but we get to the house and I just didn't get the feels. And again, like I want to reiterate, going back to the start where I said I was suffering at this time. When you're going through a period like that, you know, if you're suffering from depression, anxiety, whatever it is, sometimes that can cloud like how you're really feeling, that can cloud your judgment. Sometimes that can make things feel like they're even hard. It, sometimes you feel like there's that, that sort of grey cloud over you, right? But I wasn't getting the feels. And I mean, that's why I want to kind of say, put that to the side for a second. I noticed I wasn't feeling good about this place. And at that time, I was like, what is this? Like, why is this happening? Why do I not feel good about this? And a couple of things, like in terms of like actually when you were there and the feel of the house and stuff like that and what it looked like, like it's very Victorian 
and in one of the rooms the walls were quite yellow and there was this beautiful beautiful fireplace that was like really old-fashioned it was stunning and it had this gorgeous kind of like um like these tiles with this beautiful kind of like flowers around it and stuff it was it was absolutely stunning but it just wasn't our taste at all and i didn't think it would bother me but when we were there there was slowly like the rose tinted glasses were coming off a little bit and i was like oh actually i don't know if that is going to bother me more than i thought it would right and then another thing, there was this giant building in the back garden. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, this building was so, so big. And like, you'd come to the back of the garden and like, it just, the garden was huge, but it just kind of felt like it took up like the sky. Like it was so big. Like, I can't even, I can't even tell you, like it would just, it was such an eyesore and it just had such a presence that felt quite shrinking. And I remember the, the really major thing that was so, so important to me about having this house was having the space where we could have our own offices. James has his office, I have my office and a bedroom. Like we had that sort of space. And the office that I would have had, I remember sitting there and I was thinking like, I do not want to look out this window. Like I don't want to sit here and have to stare at that. Like it's it's so uninspiring and it's so, so yeah, so uninspired. I didn't feel like expanded, you know, the, the house was huge and it was this big up level. Yeah, I felt like I wasn't expanded. I felt like I was shrinking. And it's so interesting because it was everything I thought I wanted, everything that I thought, I, that that was right, like all of these things were falling into place and I was like, why are we here? Why did all of this stuff fall into place? Why was this, why was this, why were we being led here if I'm suddenly thinking this isn't, this isn't what I want, right? And I wasn't listening to my intuition that I was getting those niggles like really soon into the house move and I was like, I'm just going to ignore them. And the, literally, um, this is why I want to be so transparent because it's so easy to ignore your intuition. It's so easy to move out and move back into your ego, move out of your heart and back into your ego and be like, nope, I'm just gonna get on with it. I'm just, this is my decision to do this. I'm just gonna get on with it. We're here now, let's power through, blah, blah. Whereas my intuition was going like, something's wrong, something's wrong and you're not listening to me. <laughs> And again, you know, with what I was going through at that time when I was suffering um, with my mental health, I was ignoring it even more. I was pushing it down even more. I wasn't listening. And I just think that was making it all worse. And again, I, I think it's so, so important to think like when we're on our own journeys and we're trying to manifest things, sometimes what we desperately like think we want and we think we're getting all of the signs and we think it's so right and then it happens and we get it and it wasn't what we thought it was going to be it wasn't what we wanted after all and it was maybe sometimes it could be because it was an ego-led manifestation sometimes it could be like it is a part of the journey like you manifested it for you to learn the lesson that actually you want this instead right you know it doesn't mean you did it wrong. It doesn't mean, you know, it's your fault that that thing came into your life. There's so many different reasons why that thing came into your life. And for me, I think that it wasn't so much an ego-led manifestation. It was more like, this is a part of my journey and I'm supposed to do this. But then once I was there, I was already like, actually, I can see maybe now that this 
wasn't the right place. Maybe it wasn't the right house. But again, you know, we could go around in circles here. I was supposed to be at that house. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. But I was supposed to be there because it was supposed to be a part of my journey, whether or not it made sense. And I think like, what the hell? That's so backwards, right? But I was, right? I was supposed to be there. So I thought it'd be okay. Like once we move all the stuff in and I thought, you know, once all of our stuff's there, we've put our print on it, you know, everything will be fine. And I still got alarm bells that it just didn't feel like home. It didn't feel like it would be home. It didn't feel like it was gonna be long-term. I was like, I just don't feel like I'm gonna be here very long. And I, again, I kind of ignored that. I spent a lot of time um, just throwing myself into my work and into, into things. Actually, I'm jumping the gun here. It, the first week I felt like, oh, I'm not really just not sure, but I, the, the week after moving day, we'd already booked a week's holiday, right? Um, so we were going away anyway. So I had a break, I had a holiday and I was completing my um, 10 week manifestation academy after 12 long weeks because there was obviously like pre and post as well. And yeah, and so I kind of ignored things that week, got into stuff, threw myself into my work and um and yeah and decided to just park it right then we went on holiday and I came back and my granddad died and I was honestly heartbroken like absolutely heartbroken like we've just moved we've just gone through this period of time like made this massive decision and then now this happens and I was just like oh my god like and oh honestly it, it breaks my heart to talk about is it so it was just such a difficult moment where again I was already going through this like kind of mental health period of time where I was trying to manage that I was in a new location I was finishing my academy and you know trying to throw myself into my business but there was just so so much happening and I just and I just didn't feel grounded I didn't feel settled and I didn't feel safe and the kind of weeks after that, I really, really kept myself quite busy. I was seeing friends, I was seeing family. And for about like six weeks, like the first six weeks that we were there, like I had something on every single weekend. Like I was, com this point, I was completely in my ego, trying to run away from my emotions, trying to run away from how I was really feeling and distracting myself from my intuition and what my heart was really telling me by throwing myself into drinking, having fun, socializing, going crazy. And yeah, obviously there was some really, really good memories in that period and I did have a lot of fun as well. But there was this kind of realization after it, like the post of it, that I was like, wow, like I was really just using that period of time rather than to try and ground myself and settle myself into this new space. and work on feeling good in this space, work on feeling good in this new lifestyle, work on, you know, making, making new friends down there. I was just distracting myself by doing what was easy, which was throwing myself into my life and, and yeah, and not really allowing space for any emotions to be seen. And I was just powering through and shoving my intuition down. And I started to realize then after after a couple of weeks that I was I wasn't really going to be happy and I started to drop like subtle hints to James that I wasn't truly happy there and I wasn't really sure what it was and why it was and what was going on but I just knew something didn't feel right 
And I spoke to him a lot about it and he did just sort of mirror that back to me as well and started to share with me that maybe the house wasn't right for us. And he had his own things that there were, he wasn't sure he was 100% about. So luckily he was aligned with this and we decided we were going to move. And at this point, this was somewhere in December, we were like, okay, well, maybe it. this was a part of the journey. We were supposed to be here to realise what we want, what we don't want. And although it feels like a very expensive, painful lesson, we now know all the different types of things that we don't want in a house and where we don't want to be, right? And yeah, as I said, this was somewhere around December time. We were like, right, well, we're going to move, but we're going to stay in Bournemouth, okay? We thought we're going to stay down here and we're going to say within a kind of region, right? Maybe it wasn't Bournemouth as such, but we might have gone to like the town next door. Um, we were going to stay in that sort of area and we started to look at other places. Um, places like Christchurch was a little bit further up. Really, really lovely as well. And um, luckily we had a break clause within our um, within our lease, which meant that we could leave after six months. So again, another perfect opportunity. We thought, right, okay, we've decided this house isn't right. So we can kind of uh, give in our um, notice, two months notice, and we can start looking for somewhere else and start exploring other places. So we did, as I said, we started looking in Christchurch. We had an absolutely wonderful Sunday where James and I visited Christchurch and we loved it. We went to this amazing pub. And yeah, just had a really, really lovely time and imagined kind of my mum and dad moving down there with us, which they had planned to do. Like they had decided that they were gonna move and join us later that year as well. So this is like what, December, they were gonna join us like within 2022. They were like, actually, we wanna, we wanna move to Dorset too. And yeah, I would sort of visualize sort of the lifestyle that we were gonna have down there. and you know, Sunday lunches at the pub, you know, walking the dog along the ocean, along the seaside, sorry. And and the kind of learning to surf, which has been like a lifelong dream of mine. Barbecues on the beach, oh, everything. And then everything changed and we lost my dad. And it was one of the worst moments. Our whole world just changed in a matter of moments. And to be perfectly honest, my whole faith in the universe was completely shaken. And I'd just come out of that, as I mentioned earlier, I'd just come out of that period of four months where I was suffering from depression, using spiritual principles, as I said, I'd got myself to a really good place. I was feeling so much better. And I was feeling so much like more positive because I knew that, as I said, that 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 process of moving was a part of our journey, but we were just in the wrong house. And I thought, this is great. And I started to feel better. And then this rocks our world. Like I was so mad at the universe and I was so confused and I didn't understand why this had to happen. And to be honest, I was completely shattered, completely shattered. And I spent the next few weeks kind of partially healing, most of the time propping my mum up, distracting myself and taking time to move through it. But again, in hindsight, I gave myself some time to move through it. And then most of the time just trying to make sure I was there to support everyone else and to be a rock, especially for my mum 
whose world, her entire world had just collapsed. And I just couldn't understand. I was so frustrated. I was so angry. I was like, what has all of this been for? You know, my mind was trying to make sense of it. Like, why take us down there? Like, why universe? Why take us down there to only, for only for this to happen? Like two major tragedies within the period of like three months. I see, why leave us down there? We were isolated. We were away from everything. And I wasn't there. I wasn't living down in London. I wasn't living up in London, sorry, to be able to to be there instantly. The, the distance had made everything so much harder for this period of time as well. And I just didn't understand how this was all supposed to make sense. I was like, why the hell have you screwed with me, universe? Like, what what was this all for? Like, why show me all those signs? Why show me that that was a part of our journey? Why lead us down there? Why get us down there? Why, why let me <laughs> visualize the life I was gonna live for only for it to all be changed in a matter of moments? And I was angry. <laughs> I was really angry for a long period of time. And I really just wanted it to make sense, but it didn't. And I wasn't allowing myself to just be okay with that. I was casting away my intuition. I was, I was leaning out of love and leaning out of my, you know, soul self. And I was desperately trying to understand from my logical mind. I was trying to grasp why the universe did this, why the universe was letting this all, all happen. I pleaded, I begged, I was like, please just make make this make sense. Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why why has this been my life for the last few months? And of course, this, it's not how we're ever gonna find the answers. You know, the, the answers aren't gonna be in the same part of your brain that created the problem. You know, we often try and look for the answers with our brain who's constantly worried about the problem and trying to make sense of it or, or the situation or whatever it is. And that's not where the answers are. The answers come when you're silent and you're still and you listen to your soul. And yeah, of course, as you know, as I mentioned, we'd already decided we were moving house, but the decision to move back to London was just instant. I mean, it was a gut reaction, like a knee-jerk reaction. It didn't matter what, it was almost like, and that moment I was like, no, and I need to go back and I need to support my mum and I need to be there for family and I need to, I need to come back. And James supported me, we didn't hesitate and we were like, right, we're moving back to London. And I still felt frustrated, I still felt a sadness, I felt, still felt confused and again as I said didn't, it didn't make sense to me why I went on this journey to go down there only to be brought back, like was this all a part of it, was this all a part of the process, you know, going down there just to experience a few lessons to come back or had I made the wrong decision, had I made a mistake going down there? But it was like, it was too divine. It was too, there was too many things that were happening. Like I didn't force it. I didn't feel like I forced it to go down there. So that's what didn't make sense to me. I was like, what on earth is this? What is this life? <laughs> and I just want to say like, this is why I've used this opportunity to be so kind of raw and real with you guys now and share this because I want to remind you that it's okay for things not to make sense. And it's okay to be really, really confused on your journey. And it's okay to not know and understand how it's all gonna fall into place. 
And I didn't need to know the why, I just needed to allow. And sometimes that's all we, we can do is to allow the unfolding and allow what's happening and not resist it. To just trust that even the most shattering of experiences and the most horrific things that happen to us are all a, a, a part of it, a part of the journey, a part of the process so that we can we can come out stronger, we can come out better, bigger, brighter. I can now see like there, this was opportunity, this was an opportunity for me to deepen my faith and trust in the universe <laughs> by getting really fucking angry at it first of all and and being confused but allowing myself to be confused allowing myself to just be like it's okay that I don't understand what's going on right now and it's okay that I feel lost and it's okay I feel confused and it's okay I can't see how I'm going to build back the foundations of my life and my business after this but knowing that I have to just trust that I have to follow that and I remember so vividly this one experience I remember walking down the beach with James uh, on what would actually be our last time before we moved back to London. And it was full of emotion. I mean, I literally cried and cried and cried. And I remember so vividly exactly where we were walking and the exact route that we took. And I just said, I didn't understand. I said, why did the universe do this? Why did the universe bring me here? Only for us to leave. Like, what was the point? You know, why did we have to go through all that pain? And why did we have to do it alone, you know? We'd moved to Bournemouth and then my granddad died. You know, we were all those miles away. And then the same with, with my dad. Like, we, we were so far away. Why did we have to go through that? Why did we have to do that alone? And why, when it's been such a challenging three months, you know, I was navigating my own stuff. Why did we come here? Why were we being led here? And I just wanted the answers. I just needed to know how it was all going to pan out. And I never forget this moment. And he just said, and it, honestly, it was like the universe spoke through him in this moment. And he just said, what if that was the point? He goes, what if staying in, you know, where we were before, we were living in a place called Walton. What if staying in Walton would have make, made us go down another completely different path entirely? He said, what if you had given up your business there because you were you were so unhappy and you were not where you wanted to be? What if, you know, that path that you were going to go down wasn't going to serve you? And actually, what if coming here was your sanity? Despite it feeling like the opposite. What if it was actually what saved you? And in that moment, I could just hear the universe. Like, it gives me chills. Everything just kind of came flooding back to me. And I remembered my own teachings. And I remembered that I had to trust and lean in and and hold the faith and I remembered that I can't struggle for the answers I can't sit here grasping for the answers like I'm trying to grasp for 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 my breath whilst I'm being suffocated I had to stop resisting and I had to, I had to let go and I had to let myself be open to receiving them whether they were going to come tomorrow the next day in a couple of months a year later I had to just let it come when it was going to come and in that moment, I felt so safe, not only with him and, and his love, but I also felt the love of the universe. And I felt so guided, so held. And I knew that, okay, like, I'm letting go. I trust. I trust that this was most supposed to happen. I trust this was a part of our journey. And I trust that 
we're going to go where we need to go and we're being guided to where we need to go. And the key message I want to share is that I hope you kind of get from this podcast is that you may think that the path is is X, right? You may think that that this is the dream job you're in or the, or the dream house or that that's your dream partner. But actually it could just be that this is like the interim experience to lead you to something better. This is like the period of time where even though you think it's manifested, actually it's just gonna help you. This so happens, like it's so easy for us to think about this in like relationships. Like if you ever had that one boyfriend that you thought he's the one, like or girlfriend, you know, who you think actually I could spend my rest of my life with them. Like I'm so happy, I can see marriage, I can see kids and everything like that. And then suddenly it doesn't work out and you're left confused and you don't understand like, everything was pointing at this one person, like all the divine was going, yes, it's them. Everything falls into place, everything wipes out and you're so happy. And then like the floor is swept from beneath you. And it's recognizing that actually, it doesn't mean that you fucked up or you did it wrong. Like that was just a perfect part of the journey. That person who you thought was the one was sent to you so you could realize something, you could have an experience, you could understand yourself on a better level of what you need or what you need in a partner so that in X amount of times, days, weeks, months, the actual person that you're truly manifesting can come. And that it literally is is what I was going through, is this, this whole experience that made no sense was to lead me to where I am in this moment, to lead to a more aligned house, to a lead to more aligned opportunities, to, a, to lead me to a timeline that is actually for my highest good. So I could experience life more deeply, so I can be a better leader, better coach, right? That is how I see everything that I've gone through in my own experience, all the ups, all the downs, is is there as guidance now is there to be a part of the story that I get to tell others and get to support them with and help them on their own journey you know if my life was just (laughs) simple and easy and I'd manifested absolutely everything and it all made sense what a boring story eh (laughs) I mean that keeps you sane when you realize it's all it's all happening and it's all a part of your story every every page every chapter it's all happening to make up the story of your life. And if I'd known that I'd be moving back to London so soon, I might have never gone in the first place, like period. <laughs> and that's the point. If I knew the events that were gonna unfold back in September, I'd have pulled the plug on the house straight away without a doubt. But I wasn't supposed to. I, was, I, was, I wasn't supposed to see further along. Remember I said earlier in the podcast, we're supposed to just see what's in front make those movements while the universe can guide us from above so that we stop trying to control everything and we follow the things that are for our highest good, for our highest outcome. And it was supposed to be a part of my journey as much as I I feel like, oh, you might think from this, like, wait, what? Like, it made no sense. But actually it was. It was a part of a timeline that I was traveling down. And it was part of the timeline that led me to the life that I'm leading now. And it's okay if it doesn't make sense. It's okay that this chapter that you're going through, that you feel so much resistance to and you don't understand and you don't understand how you found yourself here and how it feels like everything is crumbling around you and how everything is just not making any sense. 
what if it's all just helping you everything can then fall into place later on down the line and it doesn't have to make sense you just have to keep trusting you need to trust that it might not be that this thing is the end goal it might be that it's just a part of the journey it's a part of the process and that's as I said whether that's the business the the job the partner the house Trust and lean in that you're constantly being guided to the true things, your true heart's desires. And the best thing for you to do right now, the best thing for you to focus on is letting go. Letting go of the control. Stop trying to micromanage the universe and stop trying to make sense of everything because it does make sense in the end. It always will. It all falls into place. It's what's meant to happen right now so you can grow, learn a lesson, have the experience to take you where you really are supposed to go, where you really are supposed to be. And you have to trust the process, trust the journey and trust in the divine timing. And now I can look back on this and as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I can look back and see that this this podcast was a part of my own healing. This podcast is a part of me sharing a piece of my heart, a piece of my story, putting it out there into the world so that I can come to peace with how, with my own journey, come to peace with what's happened on my own journey and understand more deeply how everything panned out. And I can honestly say to you now that I know I'm meant to be where I am now. I know that although it didn't make sense and I didn't want to be in London, now that we've moved back, I was able to manifest, you know, a new place and I am happy. And it did manifest with ease, with also a very, very short time frame. I mean, we were very much in the midst of kind of absolute chaos. And we were like, right, we're moving back to London. Where are we moving to? What are we doing? What's the budget? And actually we manifested something even better within a space of about a week, right? The place that we're in now has got three bedrooms just like I wanted before. We've got the space for our separate offices. We've got a large garden space. We've got an open like kitchen diner, which I've always wanted. And a couple of extra things that became priorities that manifested like that were things like near to like bus stops and transports, walkable to a train station, not even just walkable. I wanted to be really close to one. I'm literally like five minutes. It allows cats. It's like lower than a 15 minute drive to my mum's. Big double um, bedrooms, like counter surfaces. All of these were massive priorities for me. Like having lots of trees and birds around. I mean, oh my gosh, you walk down my street and it's like the oh, the sense of abundance as you walk down my street. It is literally speckled with all of these beautiful trees. And you can hear birdsong. And in the gardens, you've got lots of trees and bushes. And, you know, I get birds come visit the garden every single day. And we have a separate, separate space downstairs. We have another living room as well. And most importantly, I feel good here. <laughs> I feel good And within, you know, like I said, week, 10 days of what had happened, we'd had an offer and we were accepted and we were moving again. And 
and we trusted and an even more beautiful little divine story as well as when we were looking at one point Jones had to go back to Bournemouth because I was obviously staying up with my mum kind of looking after her and um this place came up the place that we're in now and it came up online and I saw it and I was like oh I'm tired I'm tired of ringing I'm tired I'm, I'm really in my like masculine I, I felt like I was in my masculine forcing I was like I'm leaning back like I've I feel like I've done enough and James saw it and he was like, why haven't we rang this one? And I was like, I'm tired. I was like, you can ring if you want. And he um, he was at work, but he was like, I'm ringing. I'm not letting this go. And he, yeah, he took control. And again, you know, I love when the universe speaks through him. But he, yeah, he was the one that organised a viewing for us. And we visited it, visited it from our end, me and my mum. And as soon as we walked in, it was like, it's the one it's the one um, we're supposed to be here <laughs> and I didn't know that we were meant to be here because actually when you now look at it look at looking at the timeline for all of the different places we had been we would never have lived in this area if it wasn't for the circumstances because houses here are really expensive like this is a really really nice area that we live in I'm really really grateful that we're being like supported and held and and able to live here but we never would have if things didn't happen how they did, right? And again, you can think about like looking at the bigger picture, how we're supposed to be here is a part of the process and a part of the journey, but we would only have been here because we went, we went to Bournemouth. We would never have moved her. And I mean, doesn't that just blow your mind? Like we would never have moved her, we would never have discussed it, we would never be in this house, we'd never be having these experiences if it wasn't for the fact that what had happened and us going to Bournemouth. I mean, that in itself is a big enough reason, right? Although like life is still, you know, unfolding. We're a few months down the line now and I'm still understanding how everything's falling into place. Like I can already see how it has. I can already see how it all made sense in the end. I can really, I can already see how several parts of the journey were a part of this process to bring us here so I can be in this moment recording this podcast in this exact location on this exact day. <laughs> I can see how all of that fell into place now. And yeah, and I, and I think that's a really, really lovely way to end it is actually reminding you that it really will make sense in the end, reminding you that it's okay to not feel like you've got it all together. It's okay if it doesn't make sense. It's okay if everything feels like it's falling apart, but you need to trust it's falling apart so it can fall together. Often your undoing is your becoming. It's a part of the process for you to truly become and be who you really want to be. Even a few things like I think about like recently recent manifestations, like we've manifested a amazing like spa and wellness center that we're members of. And that would never have happened in any other place than where we are now, right? And again, like I used to think about how I would love to spend my days as an entrepreneur and I'd love to do little work sessions, maybe at home, go and treat myself and have lazy afternoons by the pool, maybe work if I feel cool to, sit in the sunshine, have the sun on my face. And all of that is my reality now. And it all fell into place without even trying, right? But of course, the, the trying 
is the is the letting go is the surrendering is the allowing your yourself to go through the emotions and just trusting is switching your mindset switching your perception is acting in ways that serve you not against you you know all of that is the work to truly manifesting what you want we all get caught up with what's the next tool how do we do it what's the biggest hack to manifest your dreams and desires and actually the way you manifest your dreams and desires is doing the work on you doing the inner work doing the mindset stuff doing the inner healing and trusting the process and surrendering that learning how to do that is the trickiest bit so what a podcast i i feel I feel a sense of lightness. I feel like a sense of lightness that this was supposed to come out. And I feel a sense of peace that I've shared a part of myself with you guys in hope that it helps you on your own journey. As as with every podcast that I give you guys, I want it to support you on your own journey. And that's why it's so important. It means the world to me when you guys reach out and actually share that with me because otherwise you can imagine it's like talking to yourself in a microphone, right? It's so, so, oh, it's so amazing when you guys reach out. I absolutely love it. I get so many DMs of like podcasts that meant things to people or resonated. And honestly, it lights up my heart and soul. So if you ever listen to any of my podcasts and you feel that way, please reach out on Instagram at month underscore sis, you know, share it in your stories or even write me a review as well on, um, on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening because it helps get this podcast to more people and support them on their own journeys and hopefully resonate with them too so yeah thank you so much for listening to this podcast I really really hope it serves you and as I said you'll find me mostly on Instagram at month underscore sis where I share a lot of tips tips affirmations support advice everything like that you can find over there so please come give me a follow and come and yeah join us in our community over there if you have any questions anything that resonated anything that you want to talk about then reach out on there as well and yeah I'd be more than happy to help so I'm gonna leave it there I really really hope that just helped you realize that it doesn't need to make sense (laughs) that is all you need to take away from this doesn't need to make sense and you've got this and it's working out for you it's perfect as it is I'm so proud of you and you absolutely can have it all I wish you so much love joy and abundance Thank you.